What? This game again? Are you all playing this nonsense? I'm sick of hearing about Night Sisters, about Arena, and about crystals. At least get your spouse some flowers or something, and no more phone at dinner time. You are listening to the Shadow Other podcast. What a piece of junk! This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off! If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to the 81st episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is my good bearded friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? What is going on? Well, I plan to spend the next uh, one to three hours stroking my beard and drinking beer. Yes, and talking swaga. Very exciting. What are you drinking this Exactly. Uh, I went with an old favorite, the most lame can you've ever seen, but it gets the job done. The Tin Barrel Brewing Company's Crush. It's a raspberry sour, and I love it. How about you, man? Um, I am having the same two things I had last week, uh, the Grim Virgin and... uh, the vanilla java porter, which that vanilla java porter is fantastic. I like that beer a lot. I got a porter from Stone Brewery today that is based on Mexican hot chocolate, and I cannot Ooh. wait to drink it. I can't even pronounce the name. It's like Zoa Oaxaca or something like that. Who knows? But Interesting. Uh, I'm going to drink it, and it's going to be delicious whenever that is, probably tomorrow. Nice. So, should be, should be. But for now, raspberry sour is the way to go for the podcast. Cool. So, how's your week been? Uh, well, it's been a lot better than Marcus Williams. <laughs> I do. I. Here's the sad part. I don't think I know the story of Marcus Williams right now. Really. Or maybe well, I do, and you got to remind me. Maybe I just I'm don't pre- know it's him. I'm pretty sure you do, because I'm sure that you've seen Stephon Diggs go running oh 61 yards into the end zone, and Marcus Williams was the poor uh, second-round rookie safety for the Saints who had the biggest whiff in NFL playoff history. Yeah. Um, Brutal. I thought you were, for some reason, I was thinking of Marcus Peters, not Marcus Williams. 
So now uh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Poor dude. That's tough. But I mean, everyone will know who he is forever. That is totally true. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, for, he may not you know, be famous. He, he'll be infamous. Infamous. But yeah. Whatever. That's all right. He is, he's a rookie. He's got the rest of his career to make up for it. So this podcast doesn't look like it might be too long. Um, you know, it'd be really fun if we have time after trivia. Maybe we could come back around to NFL. Eh, I'd be down. I love me yeah. some NFL. We'll just hit stop on the podcast record. <laughs> I don't know. We'll leave it in there. Whatever works. People might like I'm it. up for Who anything. Like Quite possibly. Sweet. Can be the uh, so, fantasy football uh, podcast test run. Ooh, that's a good idea. I like it. <laughs> so, um, I was looking, uh, you know, we host our podcast on SoundCloud, and I was on there browsing, and I found something really interesting. So we started doing this podcast in June of 2016, and Mm -hmm. what is crazy is already in 2018, we have like... 50% 50% more listens than we had in the entire year of 2016. <laughs> Gro- like, little shows the growth of the podcast. Is- it's crazy. Um, which kind of makes me want to say thank you to everyone. Um, everyone who listens has shared the podcast with other people, downloaded it, uh, supports us, and leaves us reviews, everything. Um, you know, we obviously can't shout out to each person individually, but like it is awesome. The amount of support that we have gotten over this time and how we've grown. It's been a lot of fun and, uh, we really appreciate it. So hopefully we'll keep growing and, you know, keep, just keep growing, keep going, keep pressing on, keep getting bigger, keep reaching more people and, Yep. Hopefully uh, expand the podcast community because I, that is why I do this because I love hanging out with everyone that uh, listens to the show in our podcast discord and just hearing from all random listeners throughout the week that uh, will either write in on at our email or DM yep. me on discord, ask questions, all that kind of stuff. It's just the community around this game is great. I don't think that I don't know how stale this game could be in parts of its life cycle if we didn't do this podcast. If I wasn't the leader of our guild, that sort of thing. Just just the community around this game that really makes it for me. As great as the game is, you agree. know what I mean? So yep. No, I agree. I've never played a game this long, really. Um, especially one that was like online and stuff. And I will have to say it is more the community than anything as far as uh, me being here. So uh, it's great. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I wanted to uh, talk about some stuff related related to our guild but uh as many of you have heard previously i am remembering to do this at the top of the show this time but uh we did start our own alliance called the order uh 
We now have three guilds in it. Pretty awesome so far. Things have been growing over the past two weeks and just continue to get bigger. But uh, the community over there for us is getting bigger and becoming just uh, just about as, you know, just about. It's always been fun in our guild is itself, but as it expands, it's just more people to get to know. And as I said earlier, I love that. So yeah. awesome. If you're interested in joining the order, I know that we, uh, I know that one our other guild is uh, in search of three spots. So if you are interested in joining our alliance, there's three spots open right now. And they're always, uh, we're continuing to expand. So if you're interested in joining us there, hit me up. Also, something that I started about a week ago and kind of mentioned towards the end of the podcast last week. But the order now has a guild specifically meant for new players and alts under the level 85. So if you are a new player and you're looking for a community to be a part of, a guild with that's filled with people that will love to help you, love to talk about this game, and just want to help you be set up for success in the future. We have a guild now called the Future of the Order, or Future of the Order, and we're about 10. We got about 10 out of 50 right now, so we have a lot of spots to fill, plenty of room for all you new players out there that are interested in joining. So please... Come and find me. There's a big post in our announcement section of the Discord that you can read and join if you want to. And uh, yeah, look forward to seeing a bunch of you guys hanging out there. And uh, it'll be fun to see how the the game ends up for you because I like hearing the stories of new players and uh, what they go through starting this game in 2018. So a little later on in the new player section, uh, I'm going to talk about things that I've noticed about this game since I started a new alt a week ago to start the new player guild. So I've been playing that uh, alt to kind of Take control of the new guild and get it going until I can hand it off to uh, the officers that we decided upon in that guild. And so, yeah, I'm playing a new account and it has been interesting. So I'm going to talk about that, too. But that'll awesome. be a little bit later. So sounds good. If any of that interests you, find me on Discord. My name is right there on the live stream right now. Or you can go goodnight punk number 8529 on Discord. Cool. Also, uh, that is in the show notes, so you don't necessarily need to rewind it if you need it. Yep. Cool. Well, um, this is kind of uh, sort of a new segment. Uh, One thing we don't really get into a lot every episode, but we kind of want to a little bit more often, especially with all the new characters, all the new change and stuff that's kind of been going on, is what did you do in Swaga this week? So... We're kind of going to talk about what we've done, why we're doing it, and, you know, if what we're doing is helping us. And, you know, for some of you longer-time players, that'll maybe give you a better idea of, you know, ways you want to go and stuff like that. So uh, that is what we're going to do now. Um, Sounds good to me, man. This week has been, like, I've spent way more gear and resources and stuff this week than I typically do. Some of this was actually done last week for last week's episode, 
but we didn't mm-hmm. talk about it then, so I'm going to talk about it now. Uh, right. So I had been dropping in ships to like the 40s, and then it was like the 60s, and I was dropping pretty far. I wasn't always finishing top 20. It was just too much work, but um, eventually I was like, you know, I kind of need the crystals, and so I was like, Let's see what I can do to make my team better and, you know, kind of start talking with some uh, some other guild members about what they've done and, you know, try and figure out if gear 12 was worth it. I'd already taken my Thrawn up to gear 11 and uh, I decided to take a few pilots to gear 12. So I took Thrawn to gear 12. I took First Order TIE Pilot to gear 12 and Biggs to gear 12. Um Prior to that, the only pilot that I had was a TIE Fighter pilot at Gear 12. Um, and my starting lineup is TIE Fighter pilot, Biggs, Reaper, First Order TIE pilot. I was using Fives, um, but I've since switched to Vader. I kind of alternate between those two. I like both of them. But, um, so, making First Order TIE pilot... Gear 12 made a massive difference. Uh, just him being able to go a little bit earlier and get a better chance of getting that target lock out can really save your Reaper and, uh, you know, some of your other weaker ships. Uh, mm-hmm. So that that was obviously worth it. Biggs being even a little bit faster and tankier, definitely worth it. And then uh, Gear 12 Thrawn, obviously great because of the extra speed and everything. So what happened was... First, I did first order tie pilot and bigs. I ended up getting like top 10 that day in arena. And then I dropped to like 18th or 19th. And I was like, wow, like that never happens. I always drop so much further. So I went ahead and did gear 12 on Thrawn. And like this entire week, there was one day I dropped out of the top 20. I think I dropped to 22nd. But for the most part, I have stayed in like the top 15 man it makes life so much easier uh it is it was totally worth it i mean the amount of crystals that i've already gained back and the effort put forth to get them there is mm-hmm. has paid for itself with the gear that i spent to get them up i think i'm probably gonna go ahead and take death trooper and shore after i get enough carbonis i am i'm running really low on carbonis but uh yeah <laughs> uh, it was really awesome um definitely worth it uh and also got my seven star chimera today that added like 10 speed to the chimera and uh i think 1100 physical damage was what i ended up netting just going from five to seven star on that i got a huge bump on my chimera this week did you what did did you what did you do i uh unlocked it Oh, nice. Yeah, that, that'll make a difference. <laughs> that'll make it better. Nice. Um, what did you unlock it at? Did you get seven star or six star? I got six star. I'm at six. 25 out of 100 on both of, or around 25 out of 100 on both the Phoenix ships. So I'll have to wait for the next one to get the seven star, but I wasn't. I did unlock six star. Nice. Yeah, that's, I mean, that seven-star, or just even a five-star Chimera is totally worth it. Uh, this was something I kind of talked about with Painted Land in that roster review did a oh, month or so ago. Uh, just the amount of extra damage you get, the amount of 
crit damage up, and I think it gives some crit chance as well. When you're using TIE Pilot and First Order TIE Pilot, is a massive difference. Totally worth it, uh, especially if you're using Reaper. Uh, it just gives a better chance to let Reaper do its thing. Uh, so, yeah, that is a great investment. Highly recommended. Um, what what gear level is your Thrawn? Gear 10 right now. Okay, nice. Which is the highest gear of all the... Uh, of all my capital ship captains, so... Oh, wow. He'll be... He's just... he'll Automatically, he'll be the one in there anyway, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, he... Here's the problem, and it's a problem I've never had before. I unlocked the ship, went to take it straight to 85 to start updating all the abilities because I made sure that I had all the uh, mats to upgrade all the abilities. And I saw the little bar, you know, that's it stopped before it was at 85. And I'm like, no, this can't be right. I only was able to upgrade Chimera to level 76 and I'm I literally it was literally I you know what I could probably take a picture and I should do that (laughs) just just so that it is written in stone I have zero ship currency like the number zero that's ridiculous impressive that's I'm not sure how you manage that but that is quite the feat uh yeah you'll have to show that in our discord channel I did um, something because now I have two hundred and eighty-two thousand. I think. Nice. So who, who knows what that. I did? Probably did some. Oh, I did my cantina battles. Oh uh, yeah. So and since they give uh, they give out uh, ship currency, so I believe that's what it is. But yeah, so zero it said, but I only got it to seventy-six, which meant I didn't have any credits to upgrade the abilities on it, which means it is not in my fleet right now. So Well ho- hopefully yeah. soon. I mean he, he's probably worth going ahead and putting in just because I mean it's as unique that really makes the team that good, in my opinion. So I really don't think you'd notice much of a difference. Probably be fine either way. Yeah. Um, so uh, we got dark side territory battles going on right now, and let's be honest, my dark side kind of sucks. So I've kind of been figuring out what I want to do with dark side territory battles moving forward. Uh, what kind of teams I want to use? I've got my first order team with the Phasma lead. Uh, now the Gear Twelve Tie Fighter pilot, Zeta Kylo, um, Gear Ten officer, and a pretty pathetic stormtrooper. They, they do okay, <laughs> I guess. Um, getting Thrawn to gear 12 has made a huge difference. That's made things quite a bit easier in territory battles. Uh, my bounty hunters are okay, but troopers. Man, I have kind of been working on troopers. Been farming Stark, obviously. And, uh, you know, we had the Imperial Probe droid challenge and i you know want to try to get charged for that so i go into that i got my stormtrooper or sorry not storm snowtrooper up to gear 10 this this past week and i was like you know i, I think i think we'll be fine with you know veer stark and everything you got in there and no I <laughs> without lost. without the without the zeta right y- yes <laughs> immediately Important upon losing here. it just pissed me off so i went to veers i went to his unique 
did the Zeta. So I now have a Zeta Veers, who is gear 10, um, I think a gear 9, I think gear, yeah, gear 9 Stark, and then gear 10 No Trooper, and gear 11 Shore, and Death Trooper. And in the missions today, they totally kicked ass. They were a lot of fun. Total wrecking balls. Uh, I, you know, Stark is he. He makes a pretty big difference. He's he's pretty awesome on that team for sure. Um, I kind of just loaded him up with protection. I really didn't put much speed on him. He seems to gain a lot of speed anyway. And they they are extremely good. I get why people like them. Um, that that Zeta on Veers is a game changer for dark side territory battles. Being able to gain back that protection, especially on like shore trooper and stuff. Um, and those early, you, you basically go into the final phase with full health, full protection. So that is absolutely fantastic. And Snowtrooper hasn't been that bad to gear. Um, he AOEs for like 13 to 15,000 at gear 10. And he is, he's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, you, you may notice that I do not have Jerry, good old Jerry in the Stormtrooper squad because, uh, well, he's Jerry and, you know, I want to beat the missions, so... Um, I, I did use him in the first few battles, but I've decided just let that be my super team and kind of, you know, wreck face and then use Thrawn with, uh, Palpatine and Vader and some of the other lesser dark side characters that I've got. You know who my super team is, right? Oh, I, I might have an idea, but why don't you tell me? <laughs> uh, Zader, Wampa. And any combination of anything else. That's pretty much that's pretty much my super team. Nice. Zader and Wampa, four for four, all day, every day. I love those two. Oh, together. Awesome. I, yeah. I actually usually put Boba in there with them because he puts dots out. But other than yeah. those three, whatever. <laughs> Nice. I can imagine. I mean, you get all those dots out there and Wampa just... Especially against all those Rebels, because, I mean, it's pretty much all you're facing is Rebels. So... So, uh, we had oh. a question pop up in the chat. I'm gonna... Uh, I'll let you go ahead and answer it. Uh, okay. I, so, you had an answer to this question in, in the pod Discord this yes. week. And my answer is different than that. Okay. But yours still fits and works just fine. But the uh, <laughs> the reason we called Jerry Jerry or Magma Trooper Jerry is because Jerry is a a very common name, right? Kind of an average Joe name. Sorry if your name is Jerry and you're listening to this show. So is Dan. So, uh. Don't feel too bad. But anyways, <laughs> it was just like, all right, well, here's Jerry. He doesn't do much. He's not special. We'll just call him Jerry. And it was actually uh, Giggles that crowned the the nickname on Jerry because just one day he's called him Jerry, and that stuck. Mr. Average Magma Trooper. Yep. And, but why don't uh, you explain your reason? Because I like it also. So, and I also say that... This, there are two ways to say this word, and uh, I always say Jerry Rig, and I'd never yeah. say Jury Rig. So, yeah. <laughs> so, originally the term Jury Rigged, that's actually what it came from, but then it kind of turned into Jerry Rigged. 
And it's kind of the same thing. It's just, you know, that kind of just really average basic name and just kind of standing for, I guess, an average person that's kind of... <laughs> I uh, there's got to be... Av- Law of Average says there's at least eight people that listen to this show named jo- Jerry. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so we're sorry to all the Jerrys, but... Um, so basically, Jerry Rig, like if you look up Urban Dictionary or whatever, essentially, it's just like... Mediocre, not like not doing things well, taking shortcuts, um, yeah, doing things using the least expensive parts to get the job done, even if it sacrifices quality. You know, that's Jerry, exactly. Ah, I I found it. So, this is from Urban Dictionary. Uh, Jerry rig to fix or put together using non-standard or improvised materials, a derivative from jury rig, the nautical term for, or the nautical term jury mast. Um, uh, for for well, a practical example, Jerry the, probably doesn't use rubber O-rings. He probably uses paper O-rings or you know cardboard O-rings. Anything that he can just build himself, even yep. though the odds of him dying in a towering inferno from his flame thrower are pretty high because of that. That's that's a that's a Jerry thing to do. So yep. I, and I know we uh, I use the term Jerry rigged a lot at work. Like you'll see something that's done half-assed. Like you can tell it was done by somebody who doesn't know what the hell they're doing. That's Jerry Rigg. Mm-hmm. So anyway, exactly. now that we've answered that question, we'll get mm-hmm. back to what we did in Swaga this week. Little, nice little detour there. Um, Always. Yeah, so uh, yeah, basically I got my troopers to where they are super badass. That Veer's Zeta, totally worth it so far. So I will never miss another probe droid uh, shard given, you know, to everyone. So mm-hmm. what else have you done? So I had got the Chimera to six star, which was is only disappointing to me because of dark side territory battles. So I'm gonna have to wait. Who knows how long till I can do the last territories uh, combat missions for ships, but whatever. Um, yeah. So got that. I gear 12 my Wampa, finally built a super stun gun and gave it to him. And Ooh. he is now a gear 12 badass. Good Lord. Damn. It just the, the, the amount of protection he has now and adding on the 30% protection buff. That's un, uh, un, uh, dispellable is just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And then, so- uh, you did a Go live ahead. stream earlier this week, and uh, w- did you have your Wampa Gear 12 in that? No, because it was actually okay. last week. So oh, Okay. So yeah. what you're telling me is the next live stream that you do, you will be gonna rocking have some... your Gear 12 Wampa and stomping ass. That's going to be pretty cool. Can't wait to see that. I ran him through... Uh... I ran him through the Rancor raid today. I ran a Wedge, Wedge CLS, or Wedge Lead CLS, Jin, uh, Zeta Han, and Wampa. And CLS had 2.5 million, and Wampa had 3.8 million. <laughs> Damn. 
I took a bad. screenshot of him laying out a 115... 115,000 damage shot Holy towards the end of phase two, so that was pretty awesome. That's I really, it really annoys me that Furious Furious Foe doesn't stack throughout the whole raid, so every phase yeah. you have to restack Furious Foe, so you have to like wind them back up. <laughs> because if it didn't re, if it didn't uh, reset by the end of that raid, he'd be hitting for well over 400,000. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, he's. So. He's a monster. I'm jealous. I can't wait to unlock him. He um, is so fun. But uh, I got him to gear 12, and this week I've been working on RJT. So immediately after making nice. a super stun gun, I have to make another super stun gun for uh, Ray. And uh, yeah, so I'm almost done with her to gear 12. Then I'm going to gear 12 Kenobi, and then I'm going to gear 12 bb8 so that my whole arena team is gear 12 and uh then i'm going to start working on the troopers even more from there um i the problem is i want to work on troopers now but the only reason i'm working on my arena team is because three of the troopers that aren't gear at least gear 10 yet all need a droid caller to move to the next gear level and uh, i have eight salvage so yeah. since droid collars will never drop from the raid um unless i buy them which i don't have the crystals at the moment to do i have we'll to wait to gear, gear them later too. so yeah there's a that's a gear is an important thing to know what to do with because holy cow it can be super frustrating yep. like oh, waiting a, get rancor raid talked about wampa in it today Guess what I got. Well, what was funny was before the raid, you and I were talking and we were both like, you know, we need droid callers. Like, we don't have any. And then uh, I think I jinxed us because I said, uh, we, we need droid callers, but we're going to get boom boxes. Can anyone, mm-hmm. can anyone guess what both of us got? Seriously? Like, it's... Wild it, shot in it's the dark. It's unfreaking real. I just... here's what really really got me right so not only did i get boom boxes but you know how you usually get two pieces of gear no not me both pieces of gear were boom boxes so i got all boom boxes (laughs) from the raid every single piece of gear from the raid today was a freaking boom box oh it's brutal it was, I, I opened up, I did not open those rewards after seeing them for four more hours because I was just so disgusted. <laughs> like, I don't even want to look at you right now. Get out of my so, face. I didn't even post any damage. I think I got 30th place and uh, I, I was one of the higher people of people who didn't do anything. And yeah, I ended up getting boot boxes too, but I also got some stun cuffs. So that was really exciting, but... Yeah, I mostly got boom boxes. God, that's yeah. I, I I I'm seriously considering tracking the amount of boom boxes I get from now on because it's it, it's an anomaly and I like there becomes a point where statistically like the odds of it being, you know, just random are so slim. I like I'm starting to think there's a conspiracy. I really am. However, Let me just give you a 
rundown okay. of raid of my raid pieces right now. Okay. All right. Ready for this? Yep. So furnace salvage. Zero. Droid collar salvage. Am I looking at the right thing here? Okay, sorry. Boombox salvage. 80. So I can build one of those. Droid collar salvage. 45. Five away. Just give me five. Um, where's the other two? Nubian disc salvage. 21. So all of those under 100. Boombox salvage. 698. Okay. Um, (laughs) For me, I have like 105 furnace salvage, 135 disc salvage, 45 droid collar salvage, and 975 boombox salvages. And that's after putting three on Veers this week. Like, dude, when I, when I, when I geared Veers, it was, I was so stoked. I was so stoked to use those boom boxes. But here's the thing, right? I had three full boom boxes, so I didn't even touch the salvage. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's weird. Uh, So I'm actually kind of glad that you mentioned raids because, uh, Past week or so, I have been testing, you know, just as far as, you know, uh, clearing phase three and four. And I have been using an Admiral Akbar lead with uh, Han, CLS, Hermit Yoda, and BB-8. And I basically just take the mods off uh, Admiral Akbar, let him die as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. And then basically just hit auto in phase three and it autos all the way through. Um, I can auto it in a little less than 10 minutes. Um, I did have an issue today. I lost Han. Um, his, he had, I had protection mods on him. So I got rid of those. I've remodded him since I added about 4,000 health, which should keep the turret from being able to take him out. Um, every now and then, uh, I may have to manually use Yoda's heal or something, but, most part, I just I auto through three, and then I can auto through four if I'm selecting the targets. You know, taking out the droids first, and then go around do the side turrets. Uh, it is pretty impressive. Uh, that's a that team is a lot of fun. The first time I actually ran it, um, I got into an issue at the end of phase four. Uh, I think it was like seventeen percent left, and the tank had hit in rage, and I still managed to clear it off. Because of uh, Yoda's, you know, redistributing health and just the fact that, you know, CLS and BB-8, you know, those two together are pretty amazing for those raids. But, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of options for clearing the second half of the Heroic AAT. It's kind of fun. I, uh, I went in with my Wampa team... The one from the Spanish Game Changers video. Um, I went in with that today from Phase 3 trying to try that out. And uh, it did not work for one simple fact, and that is that this last Heroic AT we stopped at Phase 2 and waited overnight to uh, do Phase 3 and 4 or whatever. 
and I wasn't sure if I'd be able to hit the raid today, so I registered last night, which meant all the turn meter was screwed up. And I took in my team, and immediately within like before I even got a turn, the the uh, the one that the side droid he gives the buff to threw out the bomb oh. that gives you the gives you the uh, debuff that means you don't gain turn meter. Oh, that ain't good. Uh, and uh, yeah, so pretty much Vader had red health by the time everyone had that debuff gone. And so, uh, yeah, I didn't get to try that team today. Damn, I kept waiting sucks. for it to get to phase th- four to try starting it there. But uh, since so many people can uh, solo three and four now, it never yeah. got to phase four for me to try. So I was like, eh, whatever. I'll try it next time. <laughs> interesting um so you, you kind of mentioned Varric. kind of made me think uh i i wasn't 100 sure how this worked but so i can confirm that you know leader abilities do carry on through phases even if leader's not there and that's why mm-hmm. i've started making admiral akbar die immediately because then cls and han are the only ones being called in so they're always removing turn meter in phase three and plus mm-hmm. it leads to more damage once you get to phase four so it actually speeds it up you i mean it is a pretty quick process to get through those with that team. A lot of fun. Very nice. Very nice. Does sound like fun. One day I'll farm Hermit Yoda. We'll see. Mm, he's amazing. <laughs> well, the last thing I did this week was finished off my Galactic War farm. So I did that Night too. Sis- <laughs> Night Sister Initiate was the last one I had. She is done. Nice. And now all I farm in there are any time a ship that I don't have seven star pops up in there i buy it and uh, until i've seven starred every ship from that shows up in galactic war that's what i'm gonna buy there because i don't have gene ocean spy seven star yet i don't have oh, yeah. Plo Koon seven star yet i don't have uh resistance x-wing seven star yet so gotcha there's still some ships in there I need to buy, but uh, it's nice. So it's nice to actually still have something to spend in there. But uh, yeah. well, yeah. when I say I finished off Galactic War Store, I I got the last shards for Clone Sergeant's ship mm-hmm. uh, two or three days ago, and that was the last ship that I needed to get seven stars. So I literally have nothing to farm besides shard shop currency. It is really nice. That is what I will do when I get there, for sure. Because I have none right now. So, I really should spend my arena currency. I think I have 60,000, or no, maybe not that high. I have a lot. I would have a lot of shard shop currency if I converted it, but I would just keep building it up. Yeah. So, my arena store's done. My Galactic War store's done. And I am about 40 shards of mob enforcer my worst character in the game uh to get him to seven star and then i'm done in cantina too so nice yep that's that's what i've been working on this week so cool yep well um i guess we will move on to the calendar which there's not a hell of a lot on but but uh, okay okay but to 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 there has not been a month where we talked about the calendar every single week, though. <laughs> All the changes to it. Yeah. Like, literally this month, every week, there's been a change that we've That's had true. to mention. 
So I do think that's kind of funny. And there's really only one this week, and that was, you know, last week we had talked about the Home 1 event starting after the Chimera event ends. They have decided to change that, and Home 1 will actually overlap for one day with the Chimera event. So if you did not spend the 800 crystals like me and a lot of other people did, then... Me. <laughs> yeah, must be nice. Um, oh, I know I spent them. Uh, oh, good. okay, gotcha, yeah. Uh, total waste of 800 crystals, shouldn't have done it. Um, well, I, then again, I guess I could have it for an extra week, whoop-de-doo. I'd, I'd rather have the 800 <laughs> crystals, but... Uh, yeah, so on I think it's 25th of January, you can knock out your home one and then go knock out the Chimera event if you have the other ships needed. However, there is a weird anomaly with the Chimera event in which it only requires three ships. That is super weird to me. So was it, weird. So is this something people just didn't notice last time, or is this weird? No, this not is new. new. Thing? Um, so I have a quote from Cozy Spoon that I'm going to read real quick. Quote: Chimera event is tuned for five, but a client bl- client bug is allowing plays- players to enter with three ships. It's possible, but unlikely, that players will complete the tier if you choose to go in with three ships only. But the choice to go in with five, as intended, is available. We're working on ensuring this bug is addressed in our next client update. But for now, this event will run as is. So, if you only have three ships, you should be good to be able to go ahead and get in there. uh, According to this bug report, because it's not something they're actually going to be able to fix on this event. Hmm. Yes. Very weird. Here's the thing. You're not going to beat it with three ships, so good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Uh, although, you I have, did not think the event like, was that difficult. I thought yeah, it was pretty it, easy. Um, it just depends on the gear of your pilots, because I am trying to beat tier five on my on my B account with uh, gear eight, wedge and bigs, gear... Uh, Gear 8 Cassian ship. Most everyone in that ship besides Jin being eight, or Gear 8. And then Gear 10 uh, Phoenix. So very low on the non-Phoenix ships for gear on the pilots. And that has been a nightmare so far. I haven't beat it yet. So yeah. um, if you have decent gear on your pilots, yeah, it's going to be easy. But for me on on the B account trying to beat it with crappy rebel pilots it's it's not as easy i I can imagine yeah sounds sounds kind of miserable actually (laughs) i tried it three times and then i said you know what i got a five or six days i'm not gonna beat my head against the wall right now so understandable well um so the question is we're getting kind of into we're 45 minutes into the podcast now now, do we want to wait till the end for the punishment, or do we want to do it more towards the middle? Why are you wanting to do it now? Well, it's not written in the notes, so I just figured I'd ask. Well, no, it I'll is. do it now. I, I, I mean, put it right. Be- I put it right before trivia. 
there'll be more people here to listen right now. And I really want to, I really need an audience for these jokes I've written. Okay. All right. Let, you know what? Let's, let's do it. We will, we are making a sudden change to our show notes and we are moving up Dan's punishment. <laughs> Everyone prepare for your ears to bleed because this is, uh, this is going to be bad. This yeah. is going to be real bad. I'm excited. Okay, so the 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 punishment was to write some Star Wars dad jokes. Um, write some Star Wars dad jokes, not steal them from the internet, but write them ourselves. So yes, um, yeah. So let me just find my notes here. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited! This is going to be glorious. And I'm like these are gonna yeah, be. Uh, so I was asking cringy. people on Discord what they thought about this as a punishment, and people seem pretty happy about this idea, so. <laughs> of course. All right, so let's see here. Let's, let's start off with the super cringe, all right? All right. What was, what was baby Luke Skywalker's favorite food to eat in his high chair? No idea. Bib Fortuna. <laughs> eh? Eh? No? Okay. Not okay. bad. Not bad. All right. All right. Uh, why did Panda Baba become a thug? No idea. Because it cost him an arm. <laughs> but not his leg. Well, that, that's good. Good that it didn't cost him an arm and a leg. Yeah, that could have got expensive. <laughs> uh, who used the vacuum the most at Jabba's Palace? Good question. Salacious Crumb. Huh? No? Yes? <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. If Han and Chewie were an inseparable duo, shouldn't they have been called Han Duo? That that that's pretty. That's a pretty good point. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Which uh, which Star Wars villain was the richest? I don't know. Greedo. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen that one coming. <laughs> you have to throw in a Greedo joke, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. God. What else do we got here? Um, I got more. I got more. All right. Uh, who makes speeders for the Jedi? I don't know. Toyota. <laughs> okay, not bad. Not bad. Um Okay. Here's the the last two that I've written here. All right, you ready for this? Why did the young Gamorian guard not pursue a better career than pizza delivery? I don't know. 
He could only get a job at the hut. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. I like that one. That was good. All right. (laughs) All right. Last one. What did Vader yell at Luke and Leia while they fought in the backseat on the drive to uh, Hoth, the Hoth Resort? You told me this one, so I do know. Go ahead. Stop taunting your sister. <laughs> oh shit! That was pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty impressed. I'm. Oh my god, that was pretty funny. Um, one last one for good, good, uh, for good measure. Not Star Wars related. Um, what did the doe say as it stumbled out of the woods? I don't know. I'll never do that again for two bucks. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Not bad at all. I like it. But uh, oops. Oh, all right. That was You're welcome, beautiful. everyone. You that are welcome. Beautiful. I loved it. Oh my god. <laughs> it was everything and you I hoped and dreamed. Toyota. Like that was that was good. That was pretty clever. <laughs> dilly dilly very nice a plus a plus chat co- uh chat comment yeah so where yeah. were we uh hell if i remember um <laughs> so i think we were going into the updates next which the- oh right so we're gonna talk about rose's kit yeah exactly so uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, they listed Rose in the update notes. Uh, wait, no, no, they didn't. They didn't. Um, I think that was in a dream this, I had on Tuesday. It probably came out, you know, Friday, and we're recording Thursday night, so, <laughs> yeah. you know. It'll come out tomorrow, and... You'll uh, have to wait. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, well. Um, so... Instead of talking about the update, I thought it might be fun to talk about what we might be seeing coming up next, which I guess we just kind of talked about what we think we might be coming up next is Rose, uh, probably here pretty soon. But beyond that. um, Fun, interesting point on this, right? Let me find the comment because I don't like to... uh, I don't like to quote things and be wrong, but anyways, we talked. So last last podcast we talked about uh, how we I thought first order executioner would go to a store sooner rather than later, just because he had three abilities and he's an unnamed character and he's just kind of basic, even though he's awesome. Um, but someone mentioned this, right? They said. The funny thing from the podcast where you said you think people would rather pay for a named character than the, from the movie than a random generic. It's absolutely true until the named character is Rose and the generic is a badass named First Order Executioner. <laughs> that is true. To which I, re- to which I replied, if Rose, Rose is badass, people are still going to pay for her anyway. Yeah, that, that despite true. who she is. Yep. So, so 
they one thing they did mention here pretty recently, I don't remember if we talked about it last week, was that they are planning another quality of life update. And it's sounding like that something's going to come pretty soon. So they got the... There is a update fix kind of thing for the 600. It requires a little bit of jumping through hoops. So Mm -hmm. that is something that's actually going to be fixed in the next quality of life update, which is really exciting. And we know that's coming here pretty soon because they kind of mentioned it. I would guess probably February or March. Hopefully February. Uh, You know, we'll, we'll see exactly, you know when it comes but what what would you really like to see in a quality of life update any ideas 10x bronzium opening yeah that would be nice i just spent all I my really bronzium do. so i don't want to see it but whatever i don't open them ever anymore yeah. i probably should i've probably built back up to seven hundred thousand and not touched them but uh I remember last time we had the quality of life, of life update a year ago, we talked about how, because with the last quality of life update, they added that uh, open again button on Bronzeums. So it really just became, yeah. um, you know, open them all once if you have a lot of currency and then just never worry about it like you did before again, because all you got to do is open them as you get the points. But I'm lazy and I don't do that. I don't keep up with them. I just let them all accumulate to then open them all at the same time. So I think what I said last year at this time during the quality of life update about it only them not adding it because it's really just a one-time thing isn't necessarily true. I think everyone, I don't, okay, not everyone. I think a good chunk of people will wait to open bronzeums or chromiums as long as they have to, and then just spend an hour opening them all one night and then, stop and then wait another two months and then open them again whenever they need shard shop currency so i do think that that 10x is something that they might add only because the the capability to do it is obviously in the game because it's built into all their pay for packs you know and all they would have to do is move it over to bronzium so all you would do is you know you get the same screen as if you buy a giant pack where Ten of the little boxes show up on the screen. They all open. You hit sure. Give me all the crap. And then you open ten more. And uh, I can see that being a thing. Um, Tickets is obviously one we'll get. Um, I'd like to see Sims for... uh, What's it called? Sims for ship challenges. I would appreciate that. I absolutely despise uh mondays having to go into each one of those and do it yeah and it's more of a and that is left definite definitely a first world problem there but uh it's just a time waste because you click through so many different things to get there so yeah yeah those are three things i can definitely see or would like to see but it's tough to see what like here's the thing a lot of people ask for different things, so that's where they're going to draw their what they do for this from. But I don't know what game mechanic things they would put in there. Um, this should be something that we talk about like next week. Like say, okay, let's go do our research on what people have said they want on the forums and yeah. talk about whether we think that is good or bad, and you know if it might come. Because right now I just don't know what 
game-wise, they could add. Oh, here's another one. Here's a big one. Please, 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 when I open the raid, pre-register every single person with a zero. My Please. God. Yes. Get rid of registration. Let me yep. open the raid. Everyone's registered. There's no out 24-hour registration period. I can literally open the raid right now. We can start it and be done with it. You don't have to worry about running it 24 hours before you're going to run it, any of that crap. Yep. 24, zero registrations for everyone. Everyone put in the tickets. It's not a big deal if everyone gets rewards. It, I don't understand. Well, I do understand why this isn't a thing because it's not been part of a quality of life update. But put that in there and I will be happy. I'll be surprised if we don't get auto-registration and maybe a way to make Rancor go away completely. Um, that wouldn't surprise me. I think mod management is definitely coming. What was the first thing you just said? Um, get, move, getting rid of the Rancor. Just kind oh, of okay. moving it. Because you gave me an idea. Another one that I really okay. want. What? Give me a button for squad management so that I don't have to go into yes. starting in a battle like, to go to my squad manager. In character screen or something? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Just a place where I can just go to that it without having amazing. to open six different things to get to it. Oh my god, yes. Uh, that and... Oh, shoot, there was something else. Um, hmm... Made me lose my train of thought. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, no, I do. Um, why the hell can officers not change the met the fixed message in game? Please, for yeah. the love of God. Please. I, I I don't the only reason I care about that is because I hate getting messages. As a leader. Yeah. Like uh yeah, on on like a on like a Tuesday afternoon when I'm asleep saying, Hey, can you uh when you wake up, change the banner to say this. It doesn't yep. happen very often, but uh, it's just something that where if you weren't able to do it when you logged in as an officer, that would just make it easy. So Save a lot of time for a lot of people. Yeah. Or I could just give up guild leader status in the game to someone else and they can update it. But if I did that, it would make it really easy for treason, you know, an uprising yep. for me to just be completely kicked. Yep. You don't want to give us that power. I refuse yeah. to have a mutiny. <laughs> this will not happen in my house. Uh, understandable. <laughs> I suppose. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to some ICFR because... You know, it's everyone's favorite segment. We haven't done it in a while. Why is it listed as ICFT in the uh, notes? Yeah, because the T is next to the R. Oh, Duh. it's an accident. I was like, it came from the forums. No, that's an F. It came from. <laughs> fame. It was it just came to from... confuse you. That's the only reason. Yeah. This week on it came from MySpace. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> yeah, never know. So we had we review eighty four <laughs> dropping some interesting knowledge. Uh, somebody was. Oh, so this somebody is so had, weird to me. 
Somebody had originally posted that they don't believe that the 4X speed in the game is actually 4X because if they do it, I think it was they were talking about the Rancor raid. If they did it on 1X speed, it would take them 14 minutes to clear it. But if they did it on 4X speed, it would take seven. Now, if you understand the maths, you can probably figure <laughs> out that that would be 2X and not 4X. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, Here, yeah. So here's the comment from Hidden Springs. The 1X setting corresponds to a playback speed of 1.5. 2X corresponds to a playback speed of 2.0. And 4X corresponds to a playback speed of 3.0. Now, one thing I'm not exactly clear on if the playback speed that Hidden Springs is referring to is um, the speed that it used to be. So, like, even 1x yeah. speed is one and a half times faster than it used to be or not. But either way, 4x speed, being a playback speed of 3, is twice that of the 1x, which is 1.5. So Okay, so if you read the post, uh, the idea was that 1x was slower than the original play speed in the game. So basically oh. what what he confirmed was that 2x is the original speed, 1x is slower than the game's original speed, and 4x is, you know, is 1x <laughs> higher than 2x. Okay, so 4x would be 50% faster, so one and a half times the speed of 2x. Which, and, to me, feels wrong because it seems so much faster than 2X. And 1X is 25% slower than 2X. That's what we're working with here. Um, yeah, uh, as GD Sand says, this was kind of my thought, actually, was that uh, the, the playback speed of 1.5 is what the game was originally at. That's what I assumed. Uh, was that that's like the original animation speed? Well, but is that what he's saying, or is he saying that is what they coded at? I don't know. Because um, I'm there, betting there that a... they code the animation slower to make sure that everything looks crisp. Yeah, and and that's probably part of the case. Like this. They probably speed up the animations for what we see in game versus what they actually create, so they mm -hmm. you know they can clear up issues or whatever. So that one point five could be the actual speed that we've seen before. It's kind of uncle unclear as far as I could tell from that comment. But either way, so you have one x speed and then you have two x speed, which is thirty three percent faster, and then you have four x speed which is twice as fast as the 1x speed. So, yeah. Yep. But here's the thing, right? If what I was saying was correct about 2x being the original speed, we called that a couple episodes after the quality of yeah. life update. Because we were talking about last how year. slow the 1x feels. Yeah. yeah. I, I, heard, I read this comment on a couple days ago, and I'm like, you know, that's hilarious because it almost confirms... What we were talking about a year ago. Yep. So crazy. No, pretty crazy. So really, we only got a fifty percent speed increase. If that's the case, 
with more yeah. speed. It feels like a hell of a lot faster, though. It feels fantastic. Do you remember how slow ships were before 4X? A ship oh, battle. Why yeah. it was seven and a half minutes for a battle. Yep, I do. Because, Indeed. good lord, a ship battle was a task before the 4X speed came out. So it's kind of interesting. This is totally random off the rails, but it's kind of weird. So there's only two and a half minutes in which you can be out of a battle in ship arena, you know, between being able to do battles. So it's five minutes in arena. So even if you burn up all the time in between, like trying to lock yourself out, 50% of the time you're not in a battle, you know, uh, but in ship arena, there's only two and a half minutes. So you can, you know, there's less time for you to get sniped or something if you're really wasting as much time as possible. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. Um, Bread nuts. So Hidden Springs had another comment talking about debuffs. Uh, this is kind of... I've always assumed it was this way. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast, but... You know, a lot of times, you know, you may have offense up and then you do something that should give offense up, but it doesn't stack. And there are certain debuffs and buffs that don't actually stack or anything of the sort. And uh, what Hidden Spring kind of clarified, I think we talked about this, though, previously with the Tebow issue and the stealth. But if you get another buff or debuff, one that cannot be compounded, then they're both intact even though the bonus only happens one time but if one falls off the other one stays there so if you have offense up for one turn and offense up for three turns you have both those it's just like regular offense up there's no difference except when that first offense up expires you will still have the other one for three turns or i guess at that point it would be two turns but Good to know. Good to know. Yep. Um, I don't know. Well, obviously it tracks it behind the scenes. Yep. So um it'd be nice for like, one second and let you carry on into the next part. Okay. Um so Cap Gasp also had something to say as far as Revan goes. Well, Revan and rumors in general. So Basically, let me find this post because um, it was interesting what he said. Um, it said basically the post was labeled, as far as Revan goes, do you think we'll need HK-47? And, uh, you know, there's a big old conversation about it on Reddit. People weighing in their opinions on that, whether he's going to be light side, dark side, blah, 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 if he ever comes. Still not confirmed. No one said anything. There's nothing to this beyond uh, McMull saying something about it on another podcast at one point. Um, And then rumors. I mean, these rumors go back to November of last year and nothing has come of them as of yet. So... Kind of takes heed to what Capgas said. Just a friendly reminder not to place your trust and adjust your farming slash playing based on unsubstantiated rumors and speculation. To which the reply was, well, A, he didn't talk, he didn't say Revan isn't coming, and B, he didn't say, uh, or this is what they would say if they wanted you to panic farm closer to the event. So, 
the basic um the basic reactions to anything anyone from EA CG would say about this is oh they're trying to throw us off the scent or you know he didn't deny it so it must still be true i honestly here's how i'm looking at this okay it might be true i don't know i'm farming sith assassin from guild events anyway so I will probably not have a very hard time getting Sith Assassin if it were to come to that in February. Because I think I'm 30 of 100 on her right now. Uh, Sith Trooper? Real far off. But I am more interested in fin finishing off Chirpa to make my Wicket farm much easier than I am to... Because I know Wicket and I know what he needs. So yep. farming Chirpa is much more important to me for that than farming Sith Trooper, who I don't plan on gearing or using for anything anytime soon, just on a rumor of something that might be coming. And everyone yep. talks about uh, CLS and RJT, and you all, well, you know, you didn't know you needed Han and Chewie, but you still farmed Han and Chewie, or you didn't know you needed Old Ben, but you farmed Old Ben. And to my answer to that is, well, we knew. Ray was coming because they announced it. We knew CLS was coming because they announced it. Yep. It made it made deciding to farm people for that event we knew was coming very easy to decide to do. Revan is just an idea that is out in space. That's a rumor that is unsubstantiated, as Capgas said. And I am not changing my farm in any way for that. I'm sorry. So they've given at least a month to a month and a half of a announcement to these things coming in the past that I'm in a spot with those two characters anyway, where if that were the truth or what was to come, I would probably be able to get there in time. Yeah. But yeah, I'm with Capgas. I'm not changing anything for, for the word of another player. Well, I will say this. Um, I, completely agree with his statement and i am farming sith trooper because you know <laughs> why the hell not i got nothing else to do so yeah exactly I, well if you I don't mean, have anything to farm yeah. do it why not like there's i a, don't have any priorities from cantina so i was like what the hell it might as well because i might want to build a mall team for territory wars or something so i was like it can't hurt so i'm farming trooper and i'm i've been buying assassin anyway from the guild store but yeah i would like to say so Whenever Capgas mentions this comment, he doesn't mention any character directly. He's just talking about rumors and speculation. There's always rumors and speculation. We don't know exactly what he's referring to. He could be referring to something else. Could be a different comment. And, I mean, naturally, CG wants you to spend money when they come out with new characters. That's, that's their model, which is fine. And... I guess what I'm saying is you won't be prepared for anything that might be coming and you never know what there is with rumors. There's, I mean, there are a ton of rumors, most of which don't really have a lot of, um, I, they don't make their rounds, I guess. Some, some rumors make the rounds a little bit more and you know, it's been rumored for a little while about Revan from people who probably have some information. 
So, like, I feel like that's come up a couple times. So I could totally see that happening. You know, whether a trooper's actually there or not, who knows? It could could be something different. It could be a marquee event. Who the hell knows? But, um, I, I don't know. Pe- people read into this Capgas comment like he said, no, uh, Revan is not coming. And he did not say that. He is very clear in the statement that he did not deny the fact that there could be Revan coming. He also no, obviously didn't all. say that he didn't, he didn't confirm that either, but you know, it was just you, a warning. It was just Don't a take, warning. Take everything with a grain of salt. That's all he's saying. Take everything with a grain of salt. And when developers write something, they don't want to mislead you. I mean, that's kind of, that's, they don't want to give too much information, but they want to communicate with the community. And you really need to be cautious about when you read these comments and not look into them too much. They are very clear about what they say for a reason. There is a reason that they put every single word in there. They are very specific. So read exactly what they say. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I think that is really important not to try to read too much into it and take too much from it. Because the term know, putting words in someone else's mouth yeah, comes to mind. Exactly. Yes. Do not be doing that because but it just it's, it's like reading the Bible. It's everyone takes their own interpretation. That is 100 percent true. Yep. So. So, yeah. Um, so before we get into our next part, I was going to go back and tell everyone that. You listen to the podcast, you may not come and chat with us on Discord, but if you go to discord.me slash shattered order, you can come and join our Discord channel and you'll get <laughs> announcements for when live streams are, because Dan does live streams in the middle of the week, when the regular podcast is coming, and any other crazy announcements that we may be announcing. Uh, you can obviously join us on Twitch. We encourage you to come follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash shattered order. Shout out to all of the people that have subbed to our channel. Y'all are amazing. Uh, It's great. It's really helpful. Uh, If you have an Amazon Prime account, please go link it to your Twitch and just go sub once a month. It takes almost no time at all, and it really helps us. We greatly appreciate it. Um, We'll be giving each and every individual person a shout out here very soon. We still have that splash screen we need to get going. Um, <laughs> we will get there. I promise. Uh, something else that's really cool that I found out this week. I was playing around on Discord, and you can actually um, was word integrate uh your Twitch account to Discord. So we did that. It's great. Our little um, our little Bumble emoji that you created that is freaking amazing. Uh, <laughs> you can actually use that as an emoji in Discord. If you have sub to our channel on Twitch and you have your Discord link, I think there's only four of you that have done that. It actually tells me the number on there. Only four of you actually have your Discord link to Twitch. So do that and you will get that special role on there as a Twitch subscriber. And you will also be able to use the little Bumble emoji in Discord chat. So very, very cool. Very um, cool. 
There is also Twitter, twitter.com slash Shattered Order. We post there on occasion. We, every now and then we get into little discussions and stuff with people there. It's a lot of fun. Um, your free audiobook can be found at audibletrial.com slash Shattered Order. And you can support us on Patreon. We really appreciate that. That is a great way to have an opportunity to get a free roster review. Um, I will be reaching out to some people here pretty soon about doing that. I'm probably going to do a roster review next week. Um, So any of our Patreon people, uh, you will have a chance at that. Um, And that's patreon.com slash shattered order. Uh, what else is there? I feel like this. <laughs> oh, yes. Very important. Two very important things. If you ever go buy anything from Amazon, please just go hit our Amazon link. We actually have, uh, you can find it in our Discord channel. You can also find, um, links to stuff that we use on the podcast. That's another thing. If you're ever curious about what we actually use, microphones, anything of the sort, you can go to our Twitch uh, Twitch channel, and there's a list of everything that we actually use. You can click on any one of those links. You don't have to actually buy that, but if you go buy anything off Amazon while you're there, uh, that helps us out. So literally anytime you need anything off Amazon, please just go hit that link before you purchase it. Helps us out. The other thing is the Craft Beer Club, which we are so excited about. Uh, oh, yeah, that'll be fun. I, got, I purchased excited. mine uh, about a week ago. I can't wait for them to send me that first cart or crate. Yes, pretty I'm stoked. Super excited. I was reading it's... through like the list of breweries that they've done uh, in the past. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm excited. They're gonna send out some good stuff. I'm excited because like there are so many beers, like especially here in Oklahoma and a lot of other states. There's so many beers that you just can't get. Uh, a lot of stuff that you know just isn't imported there. But Craft Beer Club, they're great because they find those microbreweries in places, they get those beers, and they will ship them out to you. They arrive on your doorstep. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and, you know, like we said, we will have a beer of the episode each week, you know, so you can join us in drinking that beer, and we'll talk about it, uh, kind of like we do anyway. But, you know... Dan and I will be sharing the beer, and y'all can share the beer with us. It will be a lot of fun. And if you just like beer in general and want to try, be trying, uh, you know, different beers every <laughs> month that you may never get to try, because I mean there are so many microbreweries. Uh, I mean there are tons in Oklahoma that I haven't even tried. So yeah, get on feel there. free to drink it without us if you can't wait. You know. <laughs> Oh, as long, if you remember what it tastes like yes. when we get to ours, then you can you can <laughs> chime in all you want because I know 100%. how I am. If I run yep. out of beer in my fridge and all I have left is the twelve pack from uh, from my shipment, it's it's uh, if it's either yep. drink beer or drink no beer, the odds are I'm going to pull one of those out, and I'm sure that you are it. all the same. So uh, feel free to drink it and then talk about it. But yeah, it sure. is a it it seems like a pretty sweet deal, so it'll be pretty cool when yep. uh, when that comes out. But it's in our it's in the Discord, uh, in our important links section, and there's also a link to it, I believe, on the Twitch page. So 
the Twitch page actually has a big, nice picture. Just click on that picture. Pretty easy to find. And also in our podcast show notes, you will find that link. So, yeah. Sounds good. Now, the big segment of the week. I'm so excited about this. So, we had somebody um, actually mention it in our Discord channel as something we should probably talk about. And I 100% agree. I think it's a great idea. Especially for newer players, and even players who aren't newer, it doesn't really matter. Like, this is something that can be really useful. And that is gear. How do you buy gear? What do you do with it? Best way to farm it? All of that stuff is really important. And so we're just kind of going to talk about some general strategies, places we like to farm gear, various things. Um, And, you know, especially for newer players, I mean... It's so important. Uh, like, if there's one thing that I really wish I knew going into the game was how important some gear is, it would have really changed things for the way I approach the game. Uh, you know, not recklessly wasting gear that might be difficult to get and things like that. So. Um, speaking of new players, before we get into that, I want to talk about... Um, like I talked about at the beginning of the show, this this ridiculous alt account that I started. Um, yeah. There is a lot that you forget as an in-game player of what things were like as a new player. I can imagine. Um, so, imagine being completely forced to run an arena team filled with Jedi Consular, Chewbacca, uh, Talia, who else is there? Ewok Scout, and uh, whoever else. Any of the beginning, Royal Guard. Imagine being forced to do that for at least 30 to 35 levels. It is pure and utter hell, I will say that. <laughs> I feel for the new players because there's there's literally nothing you can do besides... Pick a play, pick a character to farm and farm the crap out of them, and hope you unlock them fast enough to start changing up your arena team. So I can confirm without a doubt what we've been saying that Phoenix is the way to go because they all unlock at twenty five shards, and so I have uh, I've been playing it for a week. I have hair unlocked. I unlocked Chopper today. I am about. Uh, six shards, seven shards from unlocking Ezra. So I'm kind of doing Hera for a star, Ezra for a star, back to Hera for a star, back to Ezra. Um, Kanan, good lord, I started at 14,000 in the arena at level 28. Holy crap, it took forever to unlock the arena. That's another thing that's just different for them than us because for all us old players, arena locked at level, unlocked at level 8. And that's when you began your climb, which is even worse for for us back then in the case that you everyone had the exact same arena team then. Yep. Because at least you have 28 levels now to change yours from someone else's. But level 28, I started at 14,000 in the arena. I've only gotten to 3,000 now, which means my yep. payout is 200 coins a day. So farming, <laughs> farming Kanan is taking two days per five shards. Um, Jeez, brutal. Uh, what else is going on? So for all of those older players that wonder where that hut went, um, for the new players, 
where the ships are, instead of the curtains there being open and kind of showing what's going on in the background in the ships area, uh, that hut that bumps you at the very beginning of the game is standing there with his arms crossed blocking ships. So he does still exist for new players. He just does not exist for older players. Um, I, I completely forgot how absolutely terrible challenges are at low level because I you 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 take for granted simming challenges every day for the last year and a half that when you don't have the characters and you go in to fight against Tarkin and Veers, if you don't kill them within, you know, five turns, they just kill everyone with their AoEs and uh, you have to start over. Um I forgot about that. Or freaking Savage Oppress on his challenge. If you don't have the people to kill him in time, if he oh, yeah. does that does that move that takes everyone's health, oh, and then you don't have good. a healer, and he takes out one, and like suddenly his cooldowns are all gone, and he gains a hundred percent turn meter, and he just kills everyone. The challenges are actually challenging for new players. Yeah. They are trivial for us at the end game, but as a new player, I despise jumping into them because I don't even know if I'm going to beat them. And even with good characters, it's crazy. So, yeah. uh, what else is what is there that I else that I've forgotten as a? Um, How bad's Galactic War? I haven't unlocked it yet, so oh, I'm okay, sure. Uh, I don't know what level I am. Thirty four. So I think I'm at thirty. Guilds open at level twenty two. So that's when I got to twenty. I got to twenty two within about a day and a half. Okay. Um, and then I opened our our future of the order, and I am thirty four now, and that's been over the past course of a week. So the leveling really slows down. Uh, you know, once you get in there, but uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things, man. I forget. You just don't have anything as a yeah. new player. Like, I've been thinking about. I starting. was lucky. I was gonna say I'm lu- I was lucky enough to get in or make my new account during the first order executioner marquee event, and mm. so I was able to unlock him. Damn! I wish I would have done uh, that. Yeah, so I have him, and he's a he's a staple of my arena team. By the end, he has about triple. He has about triple the health of everyone else on the other team by using his special. So that works out pretty well. But there's, a, it's given me a definite appreciation for all the new players that always ask us, you know, what should I be doing? Because literally, there's all the things to do in the world and no way to do no way to do them. Like remember how we talked about events and how annoying it must be as a new player to see them pop up and just never be able to do them yeah well those events still show up for new players but literally you can't do anything in them so it's probably nice having a goal though like you have you see all these things popping up that you could possibly be working towards to some degree yeah which is probably kind of nice because obviously it shows you the what's required. So if that was yeah. what you chose to be your goal, you could definitely pick to do that. Exactly. And that's kind of why I've been thinking about starting a new account. Oh, God. I like I don't want a second account per se, but 
I kind of want to go back and go through the experience of what new players go through just for understanding, you know, because we get so many questions like that. I, I mean, I would really love to be able to, I guess, relate to them a little bit more because, I mean, God, yeah, I've been for sure. playing since the game came out. Like, it's completely different. And I guess well, I, I kind of want that new perspective. Well, as you know that... I've been playing two accounts for a very long time. It really doesn't... If Once you get it going, especially at the beginning, it doesn't take that much at the beginning to uh, go over two accounts, so it really doesn't take a lot of your time, and it gives you that fresh perspective. Um, once you get to the point where your second account is a year and a half old, then yeah. you're playing the long game on two accounts, and that gets kind of crazy, but it is still fun. And at this point... It's just my it's just my routine anyway to play two accounts and I enjoy both of them because my first account is now 1.5 or my second account is now 1.5 million so I mean it's it's not like a bad account it is actually a really good account now for a second account with General Kenobi 7 star for the past 5 months and yeah. you know Han and it, it's I mean I don't know. It's it's fun. Playing a second account isn't bad. So before we can talk about gear, like really invest into it. But um, you know, it's something that I'd be able to play a little bit and kind of just get an idea on. Well, that's me in this third account. I don't have the time to invest into a third account. I'm literally playing it to get uh, for future of the order off the ground. Find some people that are really engaged in. The, the community of the order to Find take it over officers. and run with it. And uh, yeah, so um, yep. before we start talking about gear here real quick for new players, once again, if you are a new player or you start an alt or you have an alt under 85, Future of the Order has a spot for you. We would love to have you in our community to hang out and uh, sure. learn some stuff and uh, teach us some stuff too because fresh perspectives on things are always great, so... Absolutely. All right. So uh, let's get into gear. Uh, we're going to talk about kind of how to spend, how to farm, what to do with them, all that good stuff. So one thing that made me really start thinking about this, we're having a dis discussion on our Discord channel the other day. And I was talking to a lot of people from our guild, and they don't do their 50 crystal refreshes. And Dude, what? Yes, I thought that I, okay, was really I didn't really realize weird. this is what spurred this off, but yeah, that is super weird to me. So this, I, this, but this is probably why those people have almost every character at seven star. That's pro yeah, that's that's a good point. So I mean, you're obviously saving 150 crystals a day by not doing them, which can be really useful. However, when I start doing the math. There are people that have done drop rates. There are people, like, people have done statistics on that, uh, which is kind of why on Purple Gear we assume the 20% drop rate. Uh, you know, there's shards, 33% drop rate. There's enough data out there that we kind of have an idea. We haven't had anything official from CG, so it's kind of hard to say. However, they are pretty particular about the prices of each individual piece of gear and stuff like that. So... We're kind of going to dig into some of that sort of stuff and kind of tell you where you can get some really good value for what currency you have in stores and crystals and all that good stuff. 
But the first thing I really want to dig into are stun guns. Uh, so you can buy the salvage stun gun crafted thing, which is basically 50 stun gun salvage. And I'm talking about the Mark V stun guns. Now, you can buy that for 1,274 crystals from shipments. And this is something that, you know, I was talking about with some guildmates is you, I mean, they just buy stuff from shipments, which is great. Mm -hmm. There's no RNG. It's fantastic. It's, it is a really good way to get, I buy a lot of gear from the store, uh, but I'm pretty pretty particular about the stuff that I buy. I do buy stun guns. I do buy Carbonis, not every time, but when I need them. However, so when it comes to stun guns, I figured up the amount to get, uh, you know, get stun guns and you basically get to uh 28 and a half refreshes to get um uh you know 50 stun guns uh well okay i guess i should say this is kind of the this is the point at which it's worth it versus not worthing it not worth Mm -hmm. it (laughs) <laughs> the t- 1274 Matt. crystal purchases is equal to 25 and a half 50 crystal refreshes. If you can get 50 stun gun salvages with 25 and a half refreshes of 50 crystals or less, you mm-hmm. are better off doing the refreshes than buying them from the shipments. So what that equates to essentially is 1.963 salvages per refresh. And that's a drop rate of 16.36. So if you do a 50 crystal refresh and you get one stun gun, you're, you know, around 8% drop rate, which isn't what you're looking for. You may get none, but you'll notice that there's a decent number of times where you get two or three or maybe four or something like that. If you're looking at the long term and all the statistics there, I mean, there have been statistics shown where people track thousands of drop rates. It's been on Reddit. Uh, there's been a lot of charts. You can get on there and find them. But it appears that purple stuff like this is around 20%. Mm-hmm. And... The 1,274 crystal purchase is equal to a 16.36% drop rate. Now, if you can get a 20% drop rate, which is what all the statistics say, you are better off doing the 50 crystal refreshes than you are just simply buying from the store. But if you jump up to 100 crystal refreshes, that doubles everything. And at that point... You know, it makes it twice as expensive. At that point, mm-hmm. it's not really worth it. And this is why my general strategy for farming gear is I will use the 50 crystal refreshes to farm carbontes, stun guns, stun cuffs, any of the purple stuff that requires 50 pieces for, because that is the best investment. And it gets even better on stun cuffs because stun cuffs are 1,400 crystals. The drop rates, I'm not sure if they change. I would absolutely love to dig into the data and find out what the actual drop rates are on these things. But like I said, mm-hmm. the statistics pretty much show that it's around 20%. Um, so at 1,400 crystals, you're saving even more crystals, which 
is great. The problem is you're not getting them quickly, but you would still have to save crystals anyway. So unless you're spending a lot as a well and buying crystals, just do your 50 crystal refreshes every day farming, you know, stun guns, carbonis, stun cuffs, stuff, stuff like that that you need or character shards. That's see, and this is where it, the expense is a little different too. So if you're not if you're not paying for gear on refreshes, and instead you're you're spending all that energy on uh, hard notes, um, well, that doesn't even make sense because you're not buying the energy. Dude, I, I don't. <laughs> What do you mean I was going to say that I, You'd be what I was trying to say well, I was going to say if you're spending the energy to refresh or your your crystals to refresh a hard node to do it again during the day you're still spending those crystals right so in the end if you're farming hard nodes instead of gear that gear is still going to cost you more than it would just doing the refreshes yes. because a you're refreshing for hard nodes and buying the gear granted you're getting character shards but you're you're spending just as much on buying the gear the only that difference is, is you're getting it uh you're getting it uh the instant satisfaction of all right i have this piece of gear well, which i'm not gonna lie at this point i'm i'm ready to uh um sell one of my kids for 10 droid callers so i'm actually really glad you mentioned that because if you need ghost shards the hard node for ghost for ghost it costs 20 energy however these are all the things that can come from it i'm an in-game player i've been playing since december 2015 and every single piece of gear that you can get while farming that ship i need all the time (laughs) The Mark V med packs, which are the black looking ones, not the ones you get from the challenges, but the ones you actually need. The Mark VIII bio implants, another gold piece that you don't get from the challenges. You can get the Mark IV furnaces, which I always need. You can get the Mark I gels, which I always need. That is a really good <laughs> investment. You're spending 20 energy. You're getting shards for a ship that, or blueprints for a ship you need, and you have a chance at four different pieces of gear that you will absolutely definitely need. That is found yeah. in Dark Side 9C, so it's kind of a little bit more in-game. You know, it takes a little bit more effort to get there, uh, which, by the way, I would like to mention that if you need strong allies, Dan and I, our ally codes are in the show notes, so just... Add us, and we would be glad to add you and give you whatever leader you need to help you along your way. Um, yeah, but mine is totally in there. Totally in there. It is. Yeah. I'm going to go put it in right now. No, it's in there. Is it? Yes. Did you put it in there for me? Yeah, I, I did. Yes. You're, you're a good guy. That's why I said it's in there. Oh. <laughs> um, no. But anyway, yeah, I mean... Stuff where you can double up like that is a really, really good idea, in my opinion. Um, and so I listed four nodes that these are my top favorite nodes that I love farming stuff from because of the number of things that I get from them. And 
that the ghost is that that's another one that I love. I'm done farming ghosts, so I don't really need it. I don't do that anymore. But you know, if you need a hard node, that's a really good hard node to do. Um, so I'm gonna run down four hard nodes that I absolutely love that all have stuff that I always need. Dark side nine F. You get the Mark One Bacta gels, which I was just talking about that I always need. The Mark Five weapon mods, which I usually need, and the Mark Five med packs that I was talking about uh, that are really hard to get that you will almost have to buy from the store. Really good investment. I mean, it's ten energy cost. Uh, the drop rate on the Mark Five med packs isn't great, but you still get the weapon mods and the Bacta gels while you're doing it. So I think the total amount of gear you're getting for 10 energy per attempt is really good there. Same with the light side 9D. You can get the Mark VI droid collars, which is, you know, one of the gear 11, gear, gear 12 pieces, and the Mark mm -hmm. III thermals. Uh, I, I, God, I can't get enough of those things. But, and if you're beating that Palpatine event coming up and going to be unlocking him, I think he needs, like, 160 of those things like it's ridiculous dude when he when he came out as a character i remember yeah. thinking to myself good lord how do you need so many of these no I one know. else does i feel like i farmed them for a week it was ridiculous um so this is something that we found about found out about thanks to trivia uh dark side 6h you get the mark or, no, sorry, that's not this one. Uh, but Dark Side 6H, you get the Mark III thermals I was just talking about and the Mark II syringes. The Mark II syringes are used to craft, like, 17 different things in the game. I feel like you're always needing them for a little petty gear in, you know, gear 7 and stuff. Uh, the last one that I have as a must-farm is Dark Side 6G. That is the only eight energy spot in which you can get Carbonis. I will say though, I can speak to this. I can. I am speak not to this. I am not convinced that it's a better investment than the ten energy Carboni nodes. Um, you get more attempts. There is no doubt about that. However, I really think that the drop rate on this node is less than the drop rate on the other nodes. Now, whether that balances out to be a equal ROI, I, I don't know. But, man, I'll be honest, it's I don't know how to feel. I really don't. I'll, let me just say this, okay? I farmed this node for three straight weeks before I unlocked the Wampa. So when I unlocked the Wampa, I had like 250 Carbonis. Now, all of those didn't come from that node, but the uh, during during that time, I was back then, I was I was uh, doing eight, eight Sims at a time. Don't ask me where I got the number eight from. I do six now, thinking if I get two out of six, I will be happy because that would be 33%. But... I was doing eight at that time, and it seemed every single time I got at least one to two to three Carbonis. I never really got lower. I never really never had any that were zeros. That was uh, that was hard to come by when I farmed that node, but I definitely always, or it seemed to always get at least one. So to me, that node has always been 
very good to me. So yeah. I I'm convinced myself that it is a good deal for the uh, energy, and that's the only one I ever do. But I mean, are there any Carbonti nodes with better gear with it on the ten energy ones? You know what? That is a really good question. Why don't I go ahead and look? Uh, you want to tell them about the one that GD Sands just told us about? I put it in the show notes. Dark Side Seven A. Okay, so Dark Side Seven A. It has. Uh, let me see here. Dark Side Seven A. That is a hard node. Hold on, I'm almost there. Okay, so Seven A has. Dark side 7A. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so it has a Mark 7 biotech implant salvage, which I farm that crap all the time because I never have it when I get to those. Uh, it also has Mark 2 hollow, Mark 2CN hollow projector prototype salvage. So, you know, the the one right before the Mark III that everyone needs. The Mark II is also one that everyone needs at low level. Um, I can say that without a doubt because I click on it and I have zero right now. So that tells me, obviously, that that is used a lot. And the other one is the Blastech weapon mod, the green one. That's the little circle-looking thing that's blue that uh, you need four of, I think, for... <laughs> my favorite thing to build a full boom box. I, th I think that's the piece you need. So yeah, that one definitely has all three pieces on it are good to get if you farm it. So yeah. Um, yeah. So what did, did you find anything cool with Carbonis for 10 energy nodes? Uh, I did. Uh, so if you go to light side eight F, it is a 10 energy node and there are Mark three Carbonis there. However, um, you can also get the Mark III weapon mods, and those are useful on quite a few pieces of gear, like the speedballs and a lot of other really low-level stuff. Uh, that is absolutely fantastic. I remember I used to always request the Mark III weapon mods um, in the gear request thing, just because I never had them, and then I farmed this for like, you know, a week, and I have never had an issue with them since, so sometimes the you know doubling up on these spots that have really good gear is a it's a great idea because um i mean you're be you're better off rather than spending eight energy trying to get some of this stuff just spend the extra two energy per node or even if it's a six energy spend the extra four energy per node and be getting other stuff with it i mean it's other stuff that you might be farming and stuff like that so it is a it's a really good place to try and get those. Yep. I totally agree. So that is six yeah. nodes that we love farming stuff from. And this will all be in the show notes. So if you want to know exactly which ones you can, you know, just check the show notes and you will find them. Um, and the next thing we want to talk about was just our general spending habits. Uh, like, I, there are some things I'm really particular about whenever it comes to gear. Like, if you look at what they cost versus, you know, what you get, I think the best place to get value is in the regular shipment store. 
So if you go to the regular shipment store for 375 crystals, you can buy 25 of the Mark V med packs or the, uh, shit, what are they? The Marks 7, I think, uh, eyeballs, whatever they are. They're the gold ones. The gold yes. and black ones that you need from the, the ones challenges. you never get from the heroic AT somehow. Yep, those ones. Those are three ones I need a hundred of for yeah, hundred of for Ray to get to gear twelve. Th- those are three hundred seventy five crystals for twenty five salvage. Go spend fifty crystals and try to refresh one of those nodes, one of those hard nodes, and try to farm that shit. Good freaking luck. Uh, don't do it. Just save your crystals and go buy that shit from the shipment store because you will save a ton of crystals by doing that. It is by far the most efficient way to do it. It is exponentially cheaper than refreshing. So you should never even think about refreshing the nodes to farm those. Just save up the crystals and buy them from the shipments. So much cheaper. Uh, yep. Some other ones that kind of... If you look at the uh, amount that you get for what it seems like farming, so you have the Mark V stun guns, you have the Mark II Bacta gels, and you have the Mark IV uh, furnaces. All three of those, I have no issue buying from the shipments. Same with Mark III hollow projectors. I think those are the four things. Um, the four purple gear that you get the best value for in shipments because they're all 300 crystals or less and you get 20 salvage. If you look at something for 20 salvage of carbontes or stun guns or stun cuffs, you're looking at 500 something crystals for 20 pieces. These are 300 or less, which is a really good investment. And it seems like most of this purple gear has pretty similar drop rates. So absolutely do not farm those from uh nodes just go ahead just go buy them from the sh- from the shipments for crystals if you need to we'll talk about some other ways to get those but those are pretty good investments Looks i'll tell like you one to thing to never i was yawning but uh <laughs> one thing i never farm or buy from shipments or from regular shipments for crystals anymore Mark three Santa hollow projectors. Really? Why not? I, they show up so often in the guild store and they only need uh, 20 that. Yeah. Three refreshes and you've got a full one. So hundred percent agree. I don't ever buy those for crystals anymore. They used no. to be the best deal because everyone needs them. They were only yep. 300 and they're still a good deal because Agreed. they're such a good deal that they even added a option to buy two of them for 600 crystals. Like everyone needs them. They got their good price. But to me, I don't spend crystals on them anymore just because they show up so often in the guild store uh, and you only need 20 of them that you can build one in a day of refreshes and be fine. So that's one thing I would say, despite the price, unless you need that instant gratification, if you have the guild store currency, just wait. It'll be there for sure. Yeah. Um, so if you go into the guild store, the Mark III hollow projectors, for five salvage you get, or to get five salvage, it costs you 260 currency. Um, for comparison, 
10 Carbonis, the Mark III Carbonis, cost you 560 currency. So those are pretty good investment. Now, if you start looking at like the uh, the biotech implants I was talking about, for 10 salvage, it's 760. So there is a huge discrepancy as far as, as far as guild store currency versus crystals when you look at either hollow projectors and carbonis versus that gold gear of the implants and the med packs. Implants and med packs definitely go shipment store. Uh, carbonis and hollows, you might be a little bit better off going to the guild store depending on you know how much currency you have. It's 560 crystals for 10 carbonis is a pretty good deal if you've got enough of them. Um, one thing we talked about in chat earlier that we weren't talking about on the podcast, so it kind of just happened concurrently, but not on the audio version. Um, for the shard shop and all the good gear you can buy in there, if you're farming shard shop currency, uh, one thing to remember is, okay, ah, so yes. uh, ship blueprints are worth 19 shard shop currency. Character shards are worth 15. So automatically in your head that's uh that sounds like the better deal but to be honest in in practice and practical practicality they're really the same because you only for 400 currency you only get four ship blueprints for 400 currency you also get five character shards so if you do the math of what that equals out to Ships, if you buy ships, it'll give you 76 currency. If you buy characters, it'll give you 75 currency. To be honest, the amount of ships you would have to buy to make that difference matter would be so astronomically high that it'll probably take two years before it even matters. So um, the numbers are different for what they're worth, but... uh, I would say this. If you're thinking, I'm going to buy a bunch of currency right now, don't skip the ships. You're going to get a little bit extra there. But yes. you're, they're, all, they're all pretty much worth the same beyond yep. one currency. Absolutely. But if you only need a little bit, and this is what I do, like if there's some gear that I need in the uh, shard shop, I will go to Galactic War Store or Cantina, whichever one, and I will always buy the ship first. If I can buy ships and just do the blueprints to buy the piece, I will do that. It may not be much. It may only be one currency per purchase. But nonetheless, you do that enough times and it adds up. It's not enough to be that anal about it or anything. However, if you just need a little bit, always start with the ships. Because, you know, we are about being efficient and maximizing. <laughs> uh, Max to the extreme. Now, whenever you look at the shard shop, there are a lot of things that I refuse to buy from the shard shop. So, and you can just kind of do this comparing price for what you get. I mean, it's just like going to the store and comparing price of an Xbox here versus an Xbox there or whatever. Whenever I look at stuff like, say, Mark IV Boctagels, or um, what is that other Gear 11 piece? I can't remember. Gear 11. Uh, 
The Bacta gels suck. I hate those things. Yes. I buy those every damn time they show up in the shard shop. Carbonis. Well, so do I, because they're furthest. You need them for that yes. stupid super stun gun. But if you look, if you look at the cost of them, two hundred and ten crystals for five pieces. If you compare that to some of the other stuff in there, those are a great value in the shard shop. So those are usually something I will always try to buy from the shard shop. Um, a lot of the lower level gear, I I just I don't bother with it. Even if I need it, I won't waste my shard shop currency on it because it's too valuable. I mean, I am always empty on shard shop currency, and it's starting to affect the amount of purchasing power in other stores, and it's kind of becoming an issue. So that's something I'm trying to be a little bit more efficient about. But, uh, you know, buy stun guns, carboni, stun cuffs, the Mark IV Bacta gels. Uh, those I pretty much always buy from there. The Mark 10 hollow lenses, I buy those just because you, you know, they're, they're like droid collars. I I don't ever get them. So you got to get them somehow. That was the other thing. Mark six droid collars. Those I will always buy from the shard shop as well, because just they're they're a good investment when you compare the price to everything else around it. Let's see. I bet you you you'd be a good coupon guy, aren't you? Do you use I am, coupons? I, I don't use coupons, but I am cheap as hell. Just <laughs> game, my friends. That is one thing they will tell you about me. I am frugal as hell. So uh, is that because you you just aren't haven't gotten into the coupon craze yet, or you're just not interested? It seems like too much work. Honestly, I mean. Like, here's the thing about it. Okay, I'm just going to take us off the rails because I'm drunk and why not anyways, right? <laughs> Coupon people. Your garage is meant for cars, not the toothpaste that you're going to use in 2022. Yeah, I'm with you there. <laughs> that's, that's the thing about coupons, right? The people that use them, it's like usually they're like, buy 10 for half price. Or just weird crap like that. My friend's wife is a coupon person. And if you go into their garage, it's like going to Costco. <laughs> so, anyways, I, I just was wondering if you were a coupon guy. No, I'm definitely not a coupon guy. I don't, I don't have that sort of patience. My time's more valuable than that. However, like if I'm making a big <laughs> purchase... Oh, you... Oh, oh, and... I'm giving out a huge secret here, but if you go to the store, if you go to Lowe's or Home Depot or r- really anywhere, you would be amazed at the number of times you can just ask for a discount and get a freaking discount. Uh, I I am the discount king. I love asking for discounts. Um, I mean, what what's the worst they're going to do? Say No. Okay, whoop de doo. I'm paying what I thought I was gonna be paying. A lot of times <laughs> when I was in the navy, that was me. Yeah. Be because it's the like, cashier. hey, like, do you do you have a military discount? Oh yes, we do. <laughs> I didn't know you were in the military. Oh really? Yeah. My fully shaved face and bald head didn't give it away. We live in Dude, San Diego. Please. That that's a, most places offer a military discount, and 
Oh, my vape store offers a 25% discount, and I love it. Nice. I think the owner's son is in the Navy, so me and him shoot the shit every time I'm there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm all about maximizing value, so uh, anytime you maximize value, definitely. Um, So as far as actual gear and stuff, those are kind of the biggies for me. Uh, So basically what I'm saying, with... My crystals. All I do are 50 crystal refreshes and occasionally buy hollows. Always buy the gold gear that you never end up with because it's just so damn cheap from the shipment store. Um, Guild store. I buy the Mark IV Bakhtas and I buy other things that I need like Carbonis and hollows i try to avoid the gold gear that you buy from shipments however you can get a really good deal on stuff like the uh i think it's the mark six speed balls the ones that give six speed those can be a really good investment from there and then you get into the uh the shard shop store and the more rare the gear the better off you probably are buying it don't buy the you know lower end common stuff it's just not not quite worth it. Hey, Wink, did I tell you about the new book I've been reading? You did not. It's about anti-gravity. It's impossible to put down. Oh, wow. Sounds real exciting. <laughs> oh, come on, you and come the, on you, man. You, you and the puns. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that one before, so... I mean, did you know the first French fries weren't actually cooked in Greece or France? Yeah, <laughs> yeah good job on ruining that one. God, <laughs> oh, want to hear a joke about paper? Never mind, it's terrible. Oh, uh, yeah, I was trying to remember what the tagline was on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, I th- Oh, well, I guess last thing to really talk about with gear is how you actually spend your gear. Like, how frugal are you with gear, like, as far as putting it on characters and stuff like that? Uh, to frugal to the point of ridiculousness, I'd say. Okay. All the way down from purple to blues. Like, half my characters I don't even have up to gear six. Because I think to myself, this guy, when I finally get him a seven star, I'm going to gear him up. And if I don't have all of the blues that I need to get him straight to seven gear seven, I'm going to be mad at myself. So yeah. for the most part, I will take anyone up to gear five and stop there. Because most of the time at gear five, you don't have to put anything that requires five of something that you're gonna have to farm the next time to put on them but other than the mark five i don't know what the hell they are i hate those things i don't know what they are but god the little square looking things with all the circles on it yeah those things god i hate those yeah yeah i hate those also so frustrating but uh yeah i'm I spend gear to a decent degree. I try to save as much as possible, but 
It can be kind of difficult. Uh, Carbonis, I'm really particular on, um, just because I know you get them from challenges, but they're a bitch. Stun guns, really particular on. Stun cuffs, really particular on. Um, I've yeah, that's right. I'd say I'm definitely right there with you. Carbontes, stun guns, Mark III holo projectors, yep. those three things. Yep, hollows like, are another one. I have 110 Carbontes right now. Uh, I have characters I'm working on, including Imperial Troopers right now, that I could drop. So let's say Snow Trooper. I could drop a Carbonte on him right now. The problem is he needs a Carbonte and a droid collar. I don't have the droid collar, so he's not getting the Carbonte. Dude, that is an excellent point. Especially when you're talking about pilots, I think, uh, or really anyone. If you're talking, adding rare gear in a gear level, if it's not going to help you go up a gear level, it's not worth it. Just hold on to it because Mm -hmm. something might change. You might need it later. Um, there is absolutely no point in putting a stun gun on someone when they're in the middle of gear nine or whatever, if you cannot take them to gear 10, if you're lacking something else, there's no point. Hold on to it. Um, it, uh, Ooh, this is a good question from the live chat. GD Sands asked if a character you really like comes out, do you go all in right away or do you get them part of the way and wait? So for me, it kind of depends. Uh, Jedi training Ray, I went balls to the freaking wall. CLS, balls to the wall. Like, uh, there are some characters where I completely go nutso on them and spend everything I have to on them. And I have no issue doing so because, you know, why the hell not? Or even, and it's the same, it's the same for old characters too, because you did the same thing for Kylo before we knew how good he was after his rework. The yep, rework looked good, so you went all in on him, yep. and it worked out in the end. It did. But like for me, too, it's like I really wanted Wampa. I thought he was going to be good with if yep. you had him at a high gear level. Uh, it took me four days to go from no gear to gear 11 after unlocking him, and I did it without regret, and uh, I'm not looking back. If there's a character I like, I'm going to put the, the gear 100%. on him. If he, if he looks good. Yes. You know, um, I'm not going to do that. Like first order executioner, a I'm not going to be able to farm the seven stars anytime soon. So I'm not taking them all the way up. Um, all of our examples here have been characters that were relatively quick farms to seven star, as opposed to like the cadence. But if you can get them to seven star in a usable place, I'm going to go all in them, all in on them if I like them. Because there will always be a place for them now in this game. Because, for example, Territory Wars. You're always going to be able to use them there. Uh, dark, there's a dark side and a light side territory battle. So you're always going to be able to find a place for them there. Um, yeah, I go all in. I love it. Beagle Squadron, what is the issue? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Um, oh. Rodney Question. Quinn. So we've talked about, uh, you know, my wife delivering stuff to me on the podcast. Yeah. Why haven't you taught Beagle Squadron to summon new beers? It's a great idea. I should probably do that. <laughs> Just got to put wrap a towel on the fridge so that they can put their mouth on it and pull it open. 
you know. See, and I, then, I have uh, one of the fridges with a freezer on bottom, and you know, beetles aren't ah. drugs. They would have issues getting up to the beer. Now, I do have a wine cooler, <laughs> and that is right on the ground. Um, knucklehead ate the cord the other day, so it's not actually operational currently, but I got that back <laughs> going again. You know, that wouldn't be a bad idea, you know? Uh, teach them to... Yeah, the see? Yeah, like it. Pull the door open from the rag, reach in there, grab a beer, close the door, you're good to go. That would be amazing. That'd be a great trick. Um, so... For, for me on characters, like I'm kind of the same way. Like there's a character I like, I'm you know I'm gonna gear them, but I really do hate putting that rare gear on them. Uh, I've been if I can spin gear and be guaranteed more crystals from fleet arena or regular arena, I will absolutely do it because you'll make it back in a few days. Uh, you know the pilots I've taken to gear twelve. I've already made my crystals back by the number of times I've finished in the top three since. So it's hundred percent worth it. Uh, so I mean that's something else to think about is spending now can make you a lot of crystals back in the future. You know if you know if it's pilots or your arena team or whatever. So that is definitely something to be thinking about and also. You know, these these good characters that you just enjoy, that's the biggest thing. I mean, have fun with the game. Uh, Hermit Yoda. Like, I'm not using him in my arena team. I use him in raids. That's about it at the moment. Oh, and I may use him in Territory Wars. That's unimportant. But... Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I, I like that guy. All I know is that I have not had as much fun in this game as when I gear 11 my Wampa... Yeah. From from opening and just played with them. So, yep, that dude has made this game super fun for me. And territory war, territory battles is just part of the many things that make him fun. Yeah, so. I'm so glad you said that because that's really have fun with the characters um, and enjoy it and gear up the characters you want to gear. Honestly, uh, just you know, depending on what your goals are. Um, I think the most fun I have in this game is seeing how many teams it takes to beat, you know, a team of mine in Territory Wars. I had a team that I think survived 10 battles last time. Like, that's freaking ridiculous. Beautiful. Beautiful. So much fun to watch. Uh, But, yeah, it's, you know, have fun with it. And... uh, I guess that's that's pretty much all we have to say on gear. Um, I mean, we just spent 50 minutes talking about gear, but, uh, <laughs> you know, the ways to be efficient with it and all that good stuff. But, uh, you know, think about who you're gearing up, whether it's pilots or whatever. Pilots, they really do need gear. You know, make sure you're putting five dot mods on. The actual stats don't matter, but, um, yeah. Yep. I agree. Gray gear is a touchy subject. Yes. For sure. Everyone has their own opinion on it, and you're never going to find someone with the exact same opinion. But uh, find what's good for you. This is what works for us. So, um, yeah. If it works for you, doing what we say in, as a new player, it, it, it's, it's worked for us for where yeah. we're at and so it'll probably end up working for you 
And I will say, a lot of the stuff we just talked about as far as where to farm gear may not be fully applicable to newer players just for the fact that you may not have access to all of these nodes, all these stores and stuff like that. So, you know, adjust accordingly. But you you get the idea of the strategy and understanding the strategy, I think, is the biggest thing. Just, you know, knowing uh, what your chances of getting something are and all that good stuff. This is really weird. What? I just got a notification on my phone. Okay. It said that there was a uh, a circus fire. A circus fire. What the hell does that mean? Hold on. Let me open this up. Okay. Th- this wow, is that looks... really intense podcasting. Like, <laughs> it looks really intense. A, like a circus fire. You don't hear about that every day. I mean, people want to hear about a circus <laughs> fire. I mean, come on. (laughs) So, uh, trivia. I think we are nearing that time. It's time for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes Trivia! How's that jazz? Maybe a tad too loud? Better? Maybe just turn it a little bit more? Okay, that's good. Perfect. All right. So I don't even know what's going on. Are we tied 15-15? Is that what we're doing? I, I, sure. I haven't lost in a while, so... We will, uh, Are you feeling generous? That's the real question. Do you want to uh, just make this the tiebreaker week? Let, let, you know what? Let's make things interesting, because I think the council would give me the win based on my answers, because I feel pretty good about them. However... And they're biased, but go ahead. I'm kind <laughs> They are not biased for me, I promise. You're the guild leader. You can kick them out of the guild. They should be kissing ass like, to you, not me. So... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They know how nice I am. So, as of now, you owe one punishment. Because you just paid one tonight. It's been a while since I've had a punishment. So, I figure, what the hell, let's leave it tied. Tonight's the tiebreaker. And we'll see who owes a punishment. Just think of it this way. Whatever I... If I win and you owe me a punishment, I've got to be nice with it. Because the last one was just the worst. I, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> and everyone's going to agree with me because... Your dramatic reading of the chicken erotica was pretty good. It, yeah. That was... So good to the point I had to mute the microphone because I yeah. was crying, laughing. Yeah. All my friends have found it quite entertaining as well. Hey, shout out to Trillionaire. Thank you for your cheer. Appreciate it. That is amazing. Thank you very much. Yes, absolutely. I got lots of gear to use that on, so I appreciate (laughs) it. That is no kidding. Let's do this. So first question. Go ahead and play along and chat if you would like. But I'm closing my chat, so I can't see this. (laughs) I am as well. I do not want to cheat. Even if it gives me the win this week. 
All right, so I don't have, I, I, if you can see my, if you can see my board here, can you see that? It's, it's just a bunch of mess of black mark. Yep. Well, our scores are deleted. They're okay. gone. And uh, yeah, my son decided, or uh, I, I should say I decided to let my son uh, draw on the board this week. So A, I don't know where my marker is, and B, uh -oh. it's just a giant, <laughs> giant mess. So um, I'm going to see if I can find a marker. All right, so that while you look here. for your marker, um, I'm going to show everybody some math that I've been working on. Uh, you know, since we we're just talking about math in regards to gear, I figure it's a good uh, good time to show a little bit of math. Uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, the math that I have done is so I wrote wink and GMP and trying to figure out if those greater than, less than, equal to, whatever. So it has been determined that wink greater than GMP is the correct answer. And GMP is not disagreeing, which tells me it is obviously true. So they're a liar and not a gentleman at any point in your life. What are you talking about? You and your uh, GNP less than. What? Ridiculousness. What? I have no idea what you're Listen, talking about. Listen, man, I, I love loud Whatever. music, which means I also like loud podcasts, which means when I'm standing with my headphones off, I can hear you. Oh, well, okay then. Who'd have thunk it? Anyway, that's besides. All right, I'm just going to write so, on paper. Whatever. Oh, my God. Let's you do lost this. your marker. Unbelievable. Okay. Well, my let's, son's let's probably cradling it in his arms in bed right now. All right, here we go. First question. Order these tiers correctly from Luke Skywalker's Hero's Journey event. OB versus Vader. Luke R2 OB versus Tuskens. Luke RT Stormtrooper Han Leia versus Stormtroopers. Luke R2 OB versus Stormtroopers. Luke Leia versus Stormtroopers. Luke Stormtrooper Han versus Stormtroopers. Holy Christ. Open Twitch and look at the screen because you're never gonna. I'm not repeating that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't. Ah. Uh. This is frustrating. I, I have the wrong thing open. Good news. I did this more recently than you. On my oh, B account. Well, that must be nice. It was, okay. it, well, it, as far as this goes, it was nice. It was not all nice waiting for the second event for Luke on my B account. Yeah, I, I am totally going to be guessing on this one. Um... All right, I am still trying to pull this up. This is not going well. I think we're getting there though. Hey, there we go. Okay. <sighs> this this is pretty difficult, actually. And I right? don't understand why. Well, the funny part is, like, we all know the way the movie goes, but then you look at this and you're like, okay. 
Um. Oof. Oof. All right, I think I am almost to my answer. This this is tough. Okay. All right, there are Oh, there's six. I missed one. Holy crap. So, Obi versus <laughs> Vader, Luke R2 Obi versus Tuskens. Uh, Luke R2STH Leia vs. Stormtroopers. Luke R2OB vs. Stormtroopers. That's the one that I missed. Um. Alright, I got mine. Alright, I've got mine as well. Alright, what did you have for the first part? Okay, for the first one, I had Tuscans. So did I. Okay. What about number two? Uh, Luke and Leia. Versus Stormtroopers. Alright, I think you're already off base. F. I had, second one, I had Luke R2OB versus Stormtroopers. Mm, that ain't good. What did you have for three? Uh, Luke Stormtrooper Han versus Stormtroopers. That is also what I had for three. What did you okay. have for four? Uh, Luke R2 Old Ben versus Stormtroopers. Okay, and I had OB versus Vader for four. What did you have for five? OB versus Vader is fifth. I had Luke versus Le- Luke and Leia versus Stormtroopers as fifth. Okay. So I have and a feeling I might have had those two backwards, but what did you have for six? Uh, all of them versus Stormtroopers. Me too. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Gosh. Dang it, dude. I was one off, just like I said just now, that I had them two backwards. Uh, so, so mine with Obi, Vader, and Luke and Leia switched would have been the answer. Gosh. This is this is really hard to picture in my head. So the the uh, the the true the true one is Luke R2 Obi Tuskins. Luke R2 OB Stormtroopers. Luke Stormtrooper versus Stormtroopers. Luke Leia versus Stormtroopers. Luke Vader, or sorry, OB versus Vader, and then everyone versus Stormtroopers. I had the Luke Leia versus Stormtroopers and OB versus Vader switched, flopped, so. Okay, so it was Tuskins first. Mm hmm. Then it was. What was the second one? Second one was Luke R2 OB versus Stormtroopers. Okay, did not get that one. Yeah, and then Luke Stormtrooper Han versus Stormtroopers. Then Luke Leia versus Stormtroopers. Did not get that one. Then OB versus Vader. Okay. Then everyone versus Stormtroopers. Okay, so I got four out of the six in the correct order. Yeah, and I got four out of the six in the correct order. So we tied on that one. Yes. Which is absolutely crazy. Because when you said Luke Leia as the second one, I thought to myself, they haven't even rescued her yet. Why would that be number two? That's a really good point. I didn't think about that. 
See, I was just thinking that, you know, Luke R2 and old Ben was right. I, I knew old Ben was next to last. So I knew that, and then I knew all of them would be last. Tuskins mm-hmm. was pretty easy to assume as first. Um, and then, you know, it was just kind of guessing from there. I was actually thinking about the... That it, you know, follows the movie line, obviously, but that, uh, you know, Luke and Leia, before they jump into the garbage chute, uh, that they're shooting the stormtroopers, they, you know, then Leia jumps in, and then Luke and stormtroopers shooting... Luke and Han are shooting them, then they jump in, and then later would be the Luke R2 old Ben, you know, just before old Ben dies is kind of how I was taking it, but um, interesting. Good to know. I like that question. It was good, and I should have had it. That was a thinker. A thinker, not a stinker. Indeed. (laughs) So, uh, that makes it 1919, going into question two. First order... Executioner's lust for blood is unquenchable, especially under crew lead. In such situation, how much turn meter does he gain if he crits and kills an enemy on his special? For a bonus point, how much does he gain if he crits but doesn't kill? I know this answer. I do not know this answer. Well, I think I know this answer. I don't. I have an answer, though. You ready? All right, what do you got? I put 90% and 50%. I think, based on my answers and what I know from crew, from listening to podcasts this week, and what I know about First Order Executioner himself, I think you're 10% off on both of them. Okay, I think Crew... Me. I think Crew's leadership adds 20% turn meter on a crit, okay. and First Order Executioner's uh, special adds 80% turn meter on a kill. So that would yep. be 100% turn meter. Yep. Uh, if he doesn't kill him, I know that it's First 40. Order Executioner gets 20%. Oh, is it? And then the... Tw- for his, yeah, himself, and then 20% because of crit from crew. So all my answers okay. were 100% and 40. Let's see if that's right, and I explain that, and I'm totally wrong. Okay. Wow, I missed part of it. I didn't get the bonus, and you were still... F- no, you weren't. What was your answer on this bonus part? I think I had 90 and 50. Okay, so you were still 10% off. Just in the opposite way of what I thought. It says he gains 100% turn meter. That's the the first answer. And the bonus point was if the target stays alive, he gains 60%. I don't know where that extra 20 comes from. So I'm going to have to look into that. Hmm. Did you get any of those correct? Yes, first I got the 100%. All right. So you take a one-point lead. All righty. That's not what anyone wanted to hear. Yeah, it'll be gone within two questions. All right, question three. What is the reinforced bonus of each capital ship? List them all. Fantastic. Wait, repeat that one more time. What is the reinforcement bonus of each capital ship? List them all. For a bonus point, if one gives a unique buff bonus, what does it do? Oh, God. 
I don't even know what Thrawn's does. Like, how sad is that? I use the guy. I only know what Tarkin's does. Me and too. I don't even use him. <laughs> I, I know that one. So we have A, we have... Oh, uh... I know Mace's, but I... Uh... Oh... Jeez, this is... Um... Alright, I got answers for every single one of them. And I'm not even attempting the bonus point. What's the bonus point? If one gives a unique buff bonus, what does it do? Oh. I think I can answer that one. Um... Holy crap. Ah! Okay. Um, I just wrote down my four answers. I'm showing them. But I will speak my answer for the special. Because it's complicated. Okay. Alright. What did you have for Tarkin? So for Tarkin, I had Offense Up and Retribution. What'd you have? I had a Retribution. Okay. Uh, for Admiral Akbar, I had Protection Up. What'd you have? Protection Up. For Mace, I had the special unique for Mace, which I cannot remember what it's actually effing called. Is that on the reinforcement? I had a... Yes. Uh... Advantage. Yeah, that I do not believe is correct. Probably not. That was my guess, though. Actually, advantage is what AA does, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Thrawn, I put crit chance up. As did I. Okay. Now, I want to explain the special unique for Mace. Mm-hmm. That is the one that... Each time that ship uses a special ability, it reduces the cooldown of Mace's um, ultimate by one. Huh. Okay. Let's see if you're correct. All right. Here we go. Let's do this. What the hell did I just do? All right, here we go. Chimera, crit chance up. Got that one. Yes. Okay. Executrix, uh, retribution. No O up? I still put retribution. No. No O up, but you did put retribution. Um, endurance, valor. Grant the endurance 20% turn meter and reduce soul down its ultimate by one. Damn it! 20% turn meter, fuck. Valor. Yeah, sorry, bud. Um, but you did get the unique buff correct that you couldn't remember the name of, unless I'm not giving it to you. You didn't name it. 
Uh, I, I didn't name it, that's true. And home one, advantage. Yep. All right, so we All right, both. So I got. We both for sure got two there. I yeah, may we both have got, got Tarkin and Thrawn. Whether you want to give me the special unique or not, we may discuss later. If it okay, how's that this? If I beat, if I'm beating you by one at the end of this, I'll give it to you. Okay, sounds good. If we're tied, I'm not giving it to you. Okay, that's fair. So basically, what it is is, it you it'll tie you. Okay. But it won't give you the win. This is payback for us kind of ignoring the one complicated question from two weeks ago. See, there you go. That's fair. Okay. All right. Trivia question four. How do you write it? <laughs> You're going to need to see this because okay. I can't really pronounce it. It's how do you write it correctly? And it's the name of Aurororor. Oh. Oh. They probably should have put letters on this, but I'm going to go with A, B, and C, and D. So I'm going to write a letter. Multiple choice here. Oh, it's multiple choice, thank God. Yes. Yes, this is this nasty. Is this is just a fake. this is just a repulsive question. Who does this to a person? Dude, I am having some serious issues watching this live stream. I have no idea what's going on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna copy it oh, and paste it into Discord. Oh, nope, hold on. I think I figured out. Ah, oh, I figured it out. Okay. Jesus. You were trying to watch it in 6K, weren't you? That doesn't exist, man. Oh my god. It's just nasty, isn't it? I feel like I should know this, but I don't. <laughs> no idea. No clue. Um. I've got narrowed down to two. All right, I got an answer. Do you I have don't. an answer? Okay. I have an answer. Should we go ahead and show? Sure. I have B. I have D. Oh, coming down to the wire. Oh. The answer is... The answer is B. God dang it. No. <laughs> like, honestly, I thought you were right after you said it. I'm like, damn it. They wouldn't put all the the uh, crap. They wouldn't put all the uh, what do you call those? Asterisks? Not asterisks. Uh, Apostrophes. They're not commas. Apostrophes. They wouldn't put them all together at the end, would they? I, see, whenever I first thought about it, I thought it had an apostrophe early. And that was the the reason I picked D. But after looking at B, I was like, that looks right to me. But dang it. Yeah. yeah I knew it wasn't one. 
That one just looked totally wrong. And then a hyphen. I didn't think there was a hyphen. Yeah, I knew there wasn't a hyphen. So. That one was pretty easy to eliminate. Damn it. All right. Last question. Hopefully it gives multiple points. One point. No! One point. What is this nonsense? So it is okay. just for fun. Hold on. Pause. It is for funsies. Pause. Okay. I have a request. Deadshot, Teshkaran, please, from now on, can we get multi-point answers as the final question each week? Just to keep <laughs> it exciting in case this happens in the future. You may proceed, I will offer sir. you 1.5 points for this question. So sweet. <laughs> All right. Here it is. What does uh, Imperial Pro Droid's target lock debuff do to opposing tunes? I don't even know, man, to be honest. All I know is I don't want target lock on my tunes in light side tar territory battles. Because it's just nasty. I don't know. I feel like I should know this. I got a couple guesses. I mean, I, I mean, this I is what I think it would be cool if it did, you know? I don't even have any guesses. All right. And maybe that's all depressed because I'm now about to owe a punishment. And had I fought <laughs> back, I probably wouldn't owe a punishment because I feel like I actually won this past season. Uh. You're leaning too much on your council, Emperor, uh, or sorry, Counselor Palpatine. We'll put it to the real council, the podcast listeners. We'll see what they say. Ooh. I mean, they can say what they want. I've already won this, but they can, <laughs> they can, they can, pro doth protest too much yeah, all they want. Oh. All right. What? So you don't have anything to say? I will say that target lock causes that person to have decreased evasion and defense. I have no idea. Decreased evasion and defense. Okay. We shall see. Um, I put. Uh, anyone that's shot gets instantly crit. And I put that it gives them potency down. Okay. So basically it gives everyone advantage that shoots him. Okay. So... What? The answer is unlocks additional parts of the probe droid's abilities like turn meter reduction and expose. Interesting. No idea what that means. Never would have guessed. Never would have guessed. I'm depressed. So it doesn't do anything for anyone else? Okay. Mm, well, anyways. Trillionaire. IPD's target lock sends a hail to the Empire for reinforcements that's never received in any, cano in any canonical 
Uh, Canonical Star Wars works. Oh boy. All right. Damn. Well, we both have one punishment coming up. <laughs> we do. And the problem is, I would say let's just cancel them out, but that's not fun for the listeners. <laughs> no, of course not. Could never do that. <laughs> Ugh. I've come up with something good. Yeah, yeah. I I love the dad jokes. That that was pretty good. That was quite entertaining for everyone, I'm sure. Uh can I be honest with you? Sure. I couldn't think of much. I, I couldn't think of all of them, so I had um, I had help. What do you mean? I mean, uh, one or two of them someone suggested to me. Oh, gotcha. That's okay. <laughs> That's so. Okay. It was pretty good. I got to the point where I'm like, I cannot make any more puns off the top of my head. That's fair. So, but, so shout out to, uh, Firus and Nika. Good job, guys, for your, cu- your couple of the questions or jokes there. I appreciate you. Very nice. Um, well, so this is the part of the show where I list off everything very quickly and then we leave very quickly so here we go follow us on twitter at the shattered order if you want to support us on discord or if you want to support us on patreon go to patreon.com slash shattered order if you want to join our discord where all the magic happens discord.me slash shattered order if you are interested in becoming a twitch subscriber it is, they've got some good prices on there, but if you are an Amazon Prime user, you get to do it for free. So subs- connect your Amazon Prime subscription to your Twitch account, and you can subscribe for free. Sends us some money our way for what we do, and we appreciate it. Uh, what else is there? We have an Amazon link on our Twitch. If you're buying things on Amazon, use that. We'll get some of the commission on that. Um... We are going to start drinking beer together, and if you want to be part of the beer crew... Which you do. There is another link. Yes, you definitely want to be part of that. Go check out that link on our Twitch page or in the Discord. Um, if you have feedback, hit us up at the shattered order at gmail.com. Tell us what you want to hear more of, what you hate. Uh, just tell us off, whatever. Um, we love feedback. In, feedback like yes. that really helps us do the show and help us just figure out what you want to hear. So definitely give us feedback. Exactly. Or if you have a show intro, send it to the shattered order at gmail.com. Like we the one we heard those. tonight, which <laughs> made me crack up. So... <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's it for us this week. Uh, we've managed to talk for two hours and 40 minutes about nothing. So As you you're know. welcome. Um, we will catch you later and uh, enjoy your week. Later.
Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.